Well, hello there. How are we doing? It's been two weeks. How you been? What it is, what it do, how we doing? How are you? It's your boy, Puro Caballero, a.k.a. Mario Caballero, a.k.a. the Masapantan himself, a.k.a. Drugs Bunny, a.k.a. the Motley Foo, <laughs> C.D. Gonzalez, Slow Toke Rodriguez in the building. What's happening? It's your boy, Mario Caballero here, and this is the Puro Caballero Show, episode number 104. All righty. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Uh, how we doing? How we doing? It's been a few weeks. Uh, a little procrastinating on my end in terms of getting this episode up and out of here. But, uh, hey, man, shit be happening. <laughs> Life be happening, man. So, uh, yeah, cheers to, to all that good shit. Um, yeah. Uh, getting going early here on a Saturday. It is uh, Saturday, February the 26th, the year 2022. Uh, we just had the uh, two, 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 two day that happened on Tuesday. <laughs> and everybody who's into numerology was freaking the fuck out. Um, yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> Shit, man. Uh, are we doing all right? We doing okay? We doing all right? We uh, survive uh, the onslaught of World War Three that's happening down in Eastern Europe. He's crazy. It's just popping off. She's literally popping off out there. So, uh, um, yeah, man. Crazy shit. Uh, read a fucking newspaper or uh, some Yahoo news news article or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Google News, Apple News, whatever you do, whatever you listen read into to get more info on that shit. Because I don't really be knowing the most about it. Um. Yeah, Russia be tripping. <laughs> Russia be like, yeah, we want this shit. And Ukraine's be like, no, what the fuck? We're our own sovereign, independent peoples. And Russia's like, well, we fucking took Crimea before, so what the fuck are you going to do? And, uh, yeah, a whole bunch of political bullshit going on right now. Um, unfortunately, people with Ukraine are all stuck and doing whatever the fuck they got to do to survive. So, um, yes, uh, I keep reading about some, you know, fucking military action that's happening over there and it's just like man uh so fucking wild times wild times um yeah i don't know why we gotta get started on this fucking <laughs> this fucking tip but what's been going on with me man um let's see some shit's going on in my personal life um stand up still going strong we still we still up and moving man had a had a pretty busy week i'm not gonna lie uh, last couple weeks. Let's see what 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 have we what have, what has happened in the last few weeks? Um. Uh. Yeah. I had a few things. Let me see. Last time I talked to you guys, had that. Uh, had I just come off of the Ty Angel show. Did a roast battle. Did a show at the Ren. Let's see. This week we. Uh. uh Oh, yeah, I got to be part of that Laughter Hour show, comedy show with Stephen Briggs. That was fun. Got to do a DJ set afterwards. That was very, very fun. Shout out to the homie Lorenz. Um, Larry Aid, was it goes by Benzy <laughs> on uh, on Instagram. Uh, yeah, we had a fun time that night. Uh, what else? What else? Got to look at my rec set recordings. What, else? what have I been doing? Where have I been going, man? Where have I been going? Did... Yeah, did the set at the Crow's Nest in Long Beach. Where was that one at? Uh, 
Oh yeah, I gotta do yeah. So I gotta do a set in Long Beach for the homie Tony Grams. Did a set over there. I did a couple open mics. Um, one in Fullerton, another one in Long Beach last week. Did the show last Tuesday in North Hollywood at the Yes Baby Vintage Clothing Store, and had a little bit of a uh, mix up on the start times. So, so I had to leave the show a little early because I had we had our Ty Angel comedy show that we did last week which was very fun. Um, I'm trying to think of the lineup here. Yeah, we had uh, Matt Dan, Justin Lane, Madison Clark, Marcel Archer, Jacob Rosales, and we were supposed to have Nessa Vasquez on there, but uh, we had a little little situation that happened. Uh, so <laughs> she got like uh, one of our uh, um, weed vape pens uh, from... From VJ, the homie Supreme Kai, <laughs> and he he had uh, he had given her one because he had a couple to give away to some of the the comics, and she took a rip inside the bar, and I think it was a little too fat for her, <laughs> and she got pretty stony baloney, and she <laughs> came up to me uh, in the middle of the show, or I came up to her and was like letting her know that she was gonna come on next. And she's just like, oh my god, I like, I don't know if I could do this right now. Like, I'm too high right now. And I just give her a second. I'm like, are you sure about this? Like, you want to get take a second? She's like, all right, all right. And asked her again. She's like, yeah, like I can't go right now. Like, I'm not gonna remember anything that I'm gonna need to say on this. And so I'm like, all right, all right, no, no, no problem, no problem. So I felt bad because uh, you know she came out and everything. She was supposed to be part of the show, part of the lineup and everything. And so uh, yeah, we couldn't. Didn't get her on, so, <laughs> so I'll have to I'll have to book her on another show sometime in the future. So shout out to Nessa though; she got a little little too high for her, for her own doing. I mean, if you know who Nessa Vasquez is, she's like what? She's like forty pounds or whatever. She's like freaking tiny. Um, so yeah, she took a fat rip, and then yeah, she was she, <laughs> she was a red eyed Jedi looking at me, man. I was like, okay, I get it, I get it, no problem, no problem. <laughs> so we had to we had to fix the lineup a little bit, but uh, but yeah. Well, that, that we had a fun time. We had a fun show. If you're around here, we're gonna be running uh, every other week at Thai Angel Bar. Come through, check out one of our shows every other Tuesday. Uh, our next show will be on March the eighth, and then followed up by March the twenty second. So yeah, those will be our next two dates uh, for next month in March. Definitely come through. We got some cool acts already booked on these lineups, and uh, yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna want to miss it. Uh, give me a follow on Instagram at Puro Caballero. Follow our production page, Out of Breath Productions. Uh, link is also on my page as well. Um, but yeah, we post up all the flyers, and all the information, and all that stuff. All right there. Um, yeah, we might have some other locations in the works as well too for for doing some shows. So like anytime we put put new shows up and whatever we're producing, we'll we'll put it up on there. But uh, yeah, so that that's uh, that was last week. Got to do that. Um, where else did I go up? I'm trying to see. Did um, oh, did a set at Accidental a couple nights ago. Yeah, I tried to get up on the improv, didn't get chosen. But yeah, shit happens. I'll be up there at some point. Um. Yeah, did uh oh yeah, shout out to Matt Dan who we had on the show on Tuesday. He got uh, he got me on a couple of the shows that he runs with his uh co-producer Matt Catanzaro. Very hilarious, great great host as well. Um yeah, so they did a couple shows over at the Oeno Vino um wine bar that is in Glendale area. And so they have the the Welcome to Pluto show, which is like a book show. We just do straight comedy, just all your prepared material. And then they have a show called Ill Prepared where it's just uh, it's kind of like improv. It's just uh, riffing off of topics from the crowd and whatnot. So uh, 
I'm not gonna lie. So this is the second time I got to do both of those shows before. I did them uh, sometime last year, and uh, oh my god, dude, the room was pretty live, man. I fucking had a great time. So thank you, Matt, and thank you, Matt, <laughs> for the spot and the time. We had a good show. Um, met a few comics. Met uh, Maria Dakotas, I think I'm gonna say that. She's from from New York City. She was in town. She ran a show at Dynasty's Typewriter. Shout out to Maria. Um, Charles Kelly. Oh my god, Charles H. Kelly. If you have a chance to book this motherfucker, book him. He is hilarious holy shit <laughs> dog dog his set is oh my god he, yeah i've seen him like three or four times and like every time we leave the people in stitches man he just he's one of those who just doesn't let you breathe just like ah 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 hit you again bah! oh you thought it was we ain't done bitch bah! he just keeps coming at you with laughs man so he's fucking yeah he's got <laughs> he's got a crazy style like i i couldn't do his style like like it's you know you gotta be very it's very particular. I don't want to ruin. I don't want to step on the shit. But if you got a chance to catch him, get definitely go ch check him out. He was on the show. He ripped it. Everybody else had a good set. Everybody else did awesome. Um, yeah, a few comics that I had never seen before that uh, that did a really good job there too. Uh, well, I want to give him shout outs. I want to give everybody shout outs here. Yeah. Oh yeah, Henry Sir. Henry was good from Canada. Uh, Courtney Hole. She did awesome. Uh, Sophia. Sophia closed out the show. Did she did amazing as well. Ben Nicholson, how did I forget Ben Nicholson? Forrest Wheeler, he had a set up top, it was very, very good as well. So yeah, uh, y'all did amazing. So we had a good time there. Um, it's pretty cool too because it's like a small room, so you get like ten people in there and you it's fucking live. So it was, it was nice, it was fun. And then uh, the ill prepared was fun too. That's always, uh, it's always interesting just being able to do stuff kind of like, uh, just uh, not prepared, just be like, all right, let's fucking do it, let's fucking do it. <laughs> but um. Yeah, so we, we had a fun time. That was the last couple shows that I've been doing. Let me see what else has been going on. Um, oh, yeah, I got to do the Mega Bash comedy show last night. Um, I had fun. I mean, the, the room was so, so it was a little bit of a, a, a dour moment, a little bit of a, of a, of a damper on the, uh, of, uh, um, of the show, considering the fact that one of the people who was one of the talents originally, uh, a man by the name of Donnie Davis, had passed away. A uh, few days prior, so I want to say right now, R.I.P. to Donnie Davis. He uh, he was uh, as a little person. He was uh, colloquially known as a midget prior <laughs> a few years ago, I guess. Um, uh, I don't think he can be upset about it right now because he's uh, underground now, I guess. Or he's no longer with us. Oh shit! Like I did, I don't know. It's just fucking in bad taste, but man, Don, I don't know. Donnie was a character, man. Donnie was Donnie's cool to kick it with. Uh, so yeah, it was me. Uh, I got to. Uh, work with uh, Andy Lowe and then Ethan Miller, who was producing these uh, Mega Bash comedy shows. Um, and Donnie was one of the uh, the talents that they had to kind of like uh, make it kind of a, a variety show. So they had different skits that they would do with him on stage and whatnot. I remember one time he dressed up as like a Blue Man Group kind of outfit. First time it was for like Ethan's birthday, and he came out with like a uh, uh, boxing gloves and like a. a um, <laughs> the, the boxing shorts and a robe on and he, he was hitting them uh for every every year of his birthday and i was sitting in the back of the dj booth hitting the fucking like little sound effects a little just hitting those the whole time <laughs> so um yeah i had fun times um he was a character he looked like he loved to live life and just to enjoy himself man because we went there was a couple of times where we would like prep for some of the shows and stuff because i'd be djing and whatnot just go over some of the sound cues and yeah, we'd be having a fun time sitting there, getting just just drinking, smoking, um, 
having a good one, just chilling. But uh, yeah, I didn't know him too well, but uh, I would see him around and stuff like that too. And and I had just saw him the week uh, weekend before, um, yeah, like maybe a week ago last, not yesterday, but week from yesterday uh, at uh, Stephen Briggs Laughter Hour show that he had at downtown L.A., um, which was very fun as well. Jeremiah Watkins, uh, David Lucas, um, a few others. Um, I'm missing right now but uh donnie was there at that show and donnie did a he was uh he man anytime he's in the crowd he's just like doesn't give a shit about heckling or just like talking shit sometimes to the <laughs> to the to the comic so every once in a while that's kind of just you're just like come on bro and then and then sometimes it, it's some magic though so sometimes the comic can go back and forth with them and and uh really hit him strong but uh yeah i know david lucas was there he was uh I don't know if you're familiar with him. He comes from like the roast battle kind of scene and and that kind of uh, vibe. So he was uh, he was going back and forth roasting Donnie, just like <laughs> oh shit, man. He went on for for a couple minutes and it was so funny. I was talking to my friend Alan, who was Alan Chow. He was at the the show I was at last night at the Mega Bash and. He was just like, bro, did David Lucas put <laughs> put the nail in his coffin? I was like, bruh, I don't think it was like that, man. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to think of it that way. He fucking uh, roasted him so hard that he fucking turned to offing him. So I really, I really do not, <laughs> I really do not think that happened. But, uh, but yeah, man, RIP to Donnie Davis, man. I mean, uh, yeah, there's a, I mean, I don't want to hold out, I don't want to speculate one way or the other, but uh as to like what happened to him and uh all that shit. I'll just, you know, just let that be. But uh man got a write up in CMZ's you know, he was in Hollywood just doing shit, so um yeah, that sucks. That's unfortunate. But um so yeah, we the show we started off by like, kinda giving like some remembrance to him, but then yeah, Andy Lowe he was hosting last night and it was just like, All right, RP to Donnie. Now, do you want some comedy coming up next? And it was just like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, it wasn't the wasn't the smoothest transition. When you're uh, when you're doing a comedy show and they're just like you're mourning somebody's loss, sometimes it's weird about bringing it up. Like I don't know, you gotta take it head on right at the top or just bring it up at the end. But like I don't know, <laughs> it is what it is. But uh, so yeah, we had a we did the show last night. Um, it was unfortunate too because like the comic who went on before me was going off about how she felt that he, he was like kind of had her in a compromising position at some point during one of the shows that they did and like I don't like in the green room kind of area I don't I don't know it was a weird vibe and then I had to come on and just be like hey jokes folks <laughs> like god damn it she kind of like might have walked a few people from the room too and I was just like oh, fuck mm, damn it. But, uh, oh, well. Oh, well. You can't control what's in front of you, man, I guess. You just got to fucking deal with it when it's just your turn. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck. All right, I'm not dressing any of this. I'm just going into my material. Fuck this. I'm talking about that. Um, so, yeah, man. Um, that's been my last couple of weeks. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, interesting stuff. Um, Back on the job hunt again. That's uh, an unfortunate thing that happened in my life where a uh, position that I thought I was going to be able to have unfortunately didn't come through longer than I anticipated or as long as, as I anticipated. So uh, that uh, unfortunately ended. So, yeah, you're back on the job market. If you got a fucking role for me, let me know. Uh, hit me up. Um, 
So yeah, just doing that shit, just trying to fucking handle the bills and figure out what the next check's coming from and all that stuff. That's just been been on my mind the last few days. So uh last few weeks. So yeah, that's just kind of been uh my emphasis and just still trying to let uh the comedy shit just kind of just go where it may. And uh yeah, man. Still trying to grind, still trying to hustle, man. Uh trying to be on here a lot more often, man. I'm trying to get this Twitch stream up and moving, trying to DJ a little bit more. Um yeah, man. I got uh, the last couple gigs that I had were pretty fun. If anybody who was in here uh, saw that the uh, the stream we did at Thai Angel Bar, we had a so we did the show, and then like a friend of ours was gonna be was out in the area celebrating her birthday, and she had like a whole crew with her, so maybe like ten, fifteen people. And then so after they went out drinking to the first bar, we finished our show, and then like maybe twenty, thirty minutes later, they showed up at Thai Angel, and then we just like shut that shit down for like the rest of the night yeah we went after hours we were drinking till like four in the morning oh my god dude like you if you guys were here you saw it my stream was like three hours long and we started it at like one so like yeah we ended it at like probably around 4 a.m i didn't i didn't go to bed i think until like after 5 five thirty. so it was uh it was a long tuesday night to say the least okay um so yeah uh I think I want to do that, though. I think I want to do that. I think I'm trying to fucking just party and just stream out in the wild <laughs> venues and shit like that. Because that was pretty fun. That was pretty cool. Uh, one thing I got to do is I got to hook up the microphone correctly so I can, like, talk to you people because uh, I just had to do it through the chat. Uh, we have a mixer for, like, the microphone for, like, the, the main performance. But that wasn't coming through in the feed. So, um, yeah, I can rearrange it and come and have it come through uh, my controller. Uh, which is how I'm doing it right now. So like, yeah. Um, <laughs> or we'll, we can figure it out too, so we can I can get that uh, mixer as like a uh, um, output um, register it as on my uh, the OBS system or whatever too. So I just gotta add it. Um, yeah, this is fucking in the weed shit that nobody gives a damn about. But yeah, we're coming back, and I'm gonna be able to talk to you people. All right. <laughs> so that's gonna be popping. We're gonna be doing that shit. Um, yeah, what else is happening? Um, yeah, that was yesterday, last week. So, yeah, like I said, we have, um, oh, yeah, we got the shenanigans uh, show that's coming down tomorrow. Let me see if they posted any info on the flyer because, like, they don't always tag me in the shit of shenanigans, shenanigans. Uh uh uh, da, 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 two twenty seven. Yep. Oh yeah, this was a little. This is a call. Uh, post from a while ago. Mm. Damn, twelve days ago. Oh yeah, they they posted about this a while back. A while back. This is terrific comedy. All right, yep. 8 p.m. It is at... Oh, you got a DM for the Addy. DM for the Addy. DM for the Addy. That's what it says right here. All right, so yeah, go to Shenanigans Mike on Instagram and let them know because I could tell you, but uh, they don't want me to. Uh, JP Putin, Vito, Miranda Meadows, and Ben Nicholson—they run that show. So yeah, we'll be we'll be DJing all that shenanigans, all the craziness that's gonna be happening. 
um, at that spot, it's gonna be pretty fucking lit. It'll be wild. It'll be wild, man. It's just just crazy shit. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. I, like, I don't know what's gonna happen. Apparently, there's gonna be a shot caller. So that's fucking. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. But we're we're DJing it, me and uh, Kai. So we'll be there. Oh shit! Way funky up in here in the Bay Area. What's happening, bro? Uh, let's see. Hold on a second. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, 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 uh. All right. Yeah, I might have to end this podcast a little sooner than I anticipated just because I might be getting a ride to some shows out here tonight. Anyway, yeah, we should fucking get to it. We should get right to it, right? Uh, what's happened in the last two weeks? Well, we had the Super Bowl and we had the NBA All-Star Game. Those are two big things. I'll definitely talk about that. Let's talk about the Super Bowl first. Congrats to the LA Rams getting the championship. Uh, first championship in, uh, the team's history in being LA. Um, they didn't get one before when they were in LA. They got one in St. Louis. They left and now they're back and now they got one. So yeah, uh, congrats to them. They, uh, Aaron Donald. He definitely deserved it. That man was a fucking beast. Oh, my God. Is that one play where he knocked Burrow out of bounds in the third quarter and then the, the whole offensive lineman and the whole bench got up in, in his face? They should not have done that because <laughs> they flipped a switch and just went into, like, mean mode. He's just like, fuck everything, man. Fuck the world. He was just wrecking everybody out there, man. It was fucking crazy. He was a beast. Um... Cooper Cup, oh my God, he played amazing down the stretch. That last drive, that was pretty incredible. Stafford, he had a couple bad throws, but like typical Stafford fashion, he makes a couple throws where you're like, holy fuck. <laughs> like that one he threw no look like this over here over the middle. Um, in front of the safety, behind the corner, past the linebacker, like in between three defenders. Like, oh man, that was, that was incredible. Um, Odell Beckham getting that early touchdown, too, and then getting injured. He had two big plays and then uh, had to leave the game. So he tore his ACL. That's unfortunate a turn of events for him. But luckily enough, he got a, a Super Bowl victory and was able to help the team get there. Um, there's so much shit that happened. Fucking missed. A lot of missed calls. Um, the Rams had some that they got away with at the end of the game. But uh, there was a P.I. call that was a little iffy. But earlier in the game, there was a P.I. call that they missed against uh, Cincinnati offensive P.I. where the guy grabbed the face mask for Ramsey. T. Higgins grabbed it and just, like, pulled it, like, in a quick motion. And he went up, caught the ball, and then scored, like, a 75-yard touchdown or something, a real long play, right before the, uh, the beginning of the third quarter. Um, yeah, it was fucking wild. So it ended up being a crazy game. Burrow, uh... I mean that offensive line didn't didn't wasn't able to do enough, man. Wasn't able to do enough down the stretch. To, the second half was like a little bit bogged down after that first touchdown that was scored there. Um right up until the end. Right up until the end of the game. So I was uh, I was happy with the results. I made a little bit of money, I made some cash, had a couple of bets on the game. Uh the bets on the game that I had, the two that I lost, I was betting on Leonard Floyd to get the first sack. Uh had really good odds. If it would have happened, I would have made a lot of money. Um didn't. Rams got the ball first, and they got sacked first, so shit happens. Uh, then it was a, um, a halftime show. I was going to bet to see... Oh, no, no. 
I'm doing a chronological order. So the one I did, okay, no, 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 no. The one I did bad, the other bad one that I had, I was like, it was for the halftime show. You could bet on two things. You could bet on it, what the color of, of Snoop Dogg's shoes were going to be, which I think they were gold or white or one of the two. I don't want some money on that. And then the other one was uh, what's going to be on Eminem's head when you first see him on stage. And the craziest odds were nothing on his head. I was like, all right, let's see if he does like a, some shady tribute or something like that. <laughs> and then throws the hood on after. But he didn't. He was wearing the hat and the hood. And there was like the hat had the best odds. And then the hood had the second low, or lowest odds, I guess, the worst odds. But if he had no hat on, I would have won a lot of money, man. I'm just going to say that. So that didn't happen. But oh, well. And then uh, moving forward, we had uh, the ones I did get right. Stafford threw a touchdown in the first quarter. Thank you very much, Odell. Thank you for catching that. Um, I had Evan McPherson kicking a field goal in the third quarter. And he did that. Thank you very much, Evan. Um, I knew you were, had ice water in your veins that whole time. I'm like, he's going to make a second, second half kick, man. And I was deciding, debating between the third or the fourth quarter. And I was like, man, it's the fourth quarter. You know, it might be tough. They're going to try to come back. You know, they might not want to kick a field goal. They might try to go for touchdowns. And I was like, all right, maybe it's the third quarter. They're still in the game. Maybe they're down double digits. They want to cut it to one score game or something. Yeah, maybe they'll kick a field goal then. Uh, maybe they get to the red zone. They just want points, whatever, whatever. So I was just like, yeah, it'll probably happen in the third. And then when I saw him at a halftime, he wasn't in the locker room, but he was just there watching uh, Snoop and Dre and shit. And he's just like dancing and shit. On the sideline, just enjoying himself. I got his hands in his pads and shit like this, gigging. I was like, oh, for sure. This dude's got ice water. This was for sure kicking this field goal. There's no doubt about it, man. And, and when he lined him up, I'm like, ooh, with some money right here. I just made like fucking 40 bucks or whatever, man. I was fucking dope. So I'm glad he did that. And then the one I was really hyped about, the one I won the most money on, was the, uh, the color of the Gatorade bath, right? uh put some put some cash down on that and it was blue and so i was thinking like all right the rams gonna win but if i just bet the rams straight up to win or the spread they didn't cover the spread but if they did i was like i still wouldn't make that much money so i was like all right if they win they gotta dump gatorade on somebody like there's only a couple colors they'll probably choose like maybe the yellow lemon lime flavor. I was like, nah, let's go with the blue one. So, so they fucking they hit the blue and uh, want some want some money. So I was I was excited about that. Um, the funniest plot of every time I watch the Super Bowl with with fucking Kai is just like it's hilarious. He always bets money on the on the the, <laughs> the coin toss, and he won like the last two years prior so he put some more money this year and he lost this year so he was all upset <laughs> at the beginning of the game <laughs> for the last couple of years we watched it he's just like <laughs> up there clapping just like yeah baby fucking heads <laughs> oh shit the things we've had the things we gamble on we have no control over man it's fucking wild um <laughs> so yeah so yeah that was the super bowl rams won it uh the halftime show was pretty wild man I'm not gonna lie, I enjoyed it. I like the fact that they snuck in Anderson Pack there at the end, and they just had him playing the the drums. Man, I think he was the happiest dude to be there the whole time. That dude was just smiling so wide, bro. Like I know he's got like veneers or whatever the fuck, like white ass, big old teeth now, but like that fool was had like the biggest smile just just over there fucking playing and shit, <laughs> dude. Oh man. 
I was happy for him. I, he was so happy. I was happy for him being in that moment. Like, man, I want I want to enjoy something as much as he's enjoying this right now, man. But, uh, yeah, so um, people talking shit about Eminem and how he, like, uh, was sitting down. Or he wasn't sitting down. He was kneeling um, after his performance. And part of me thinks he was doing it as a protester, like as in tribute to Kaepernick. And the other part of me just thinks he's just old <laughs> and like probably needed a little bit of a break at the time. <laughs> he probably went down on that knee and probably was just like, hold on, I can't get up as quick as I did back in 98. Like <laughs> these knees and this back is not where they need to be. So <laughs> I heard Chris Stefano talking about like, yeah, maybe he was just checking out his Jordan exclusive Jordan 3s down there, man. Uh, was it DeStefano or somebody? Maybe it was the Bill Simmons podcast. I don't remember. Somebody, I heard somebody talking about that shit. But, but uh, yeah, man, everybody was giving shit about 50 Cent hanging upside down and shit like that, man. I mean, I get it. They're recreating the music video for, uh, um, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, in the club. Yeah, they're recreating that, like, scene in that music video where he's just, like, hanging from the ceiling. So I get it, I get it, I get it. It wasn't the best look for him, and everybody put the sides and side side by side comparison of like the original one and him. And yeah, he's a lot bigger now, but also what is that like twenty plus years ago that that came out? So, hey man, what's fucked up is they had a, a <laughs> what was it bizarre from D twelve the big big old chunky dude who used to wear like the the shower cap on stage. He uh, they did uh my band and they did a parody of that scene and they had him hanging from the ceiling. But they just took the clip of his, that full big fat full hanging from the ceiling and they put it next to fifty today. And I was like, oh, bruh, <laughs> these memes are too wild. These memes are too fucking crazy, man. Um, the internet's undefeated. It it really is. Like you you can go up against it, but it's gonna just just gonna miss like you come trying to punch floyd mayweather or something you know what i'm saying so yeah <laughs> that was funny that was funny they're pretty ruthless on them um yeah man that's fucking crazy crazy shit bro um dude i knew the rams were gonna have a great chance to win the game when they came out to nipsey hustle as like they're at they ran out the the tunnel onto the stadium it's like whoo Man, they got the home crowd. Even though there was probably like more Bengals fans there than there were Rams fans, uh, I feel like a lot of people were there just to be seen. A shit ton of celebrities. It was like LA Super Bowl. What do you expect, man? Those those tickets were going to like five, six thousand dollars for like the nosebleeds and shit. Like it was insane. It was crazy, man. Ah, damn, 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 damn. Wild shit, wild shit, wild shit, wild shit. Um, let's see what else going on in NFL. Um. Brian Flores got a, a job. He's got a linebackers coach, defensive assistant coach role with the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Congrats to you. Um, let me see here. Okay. Perfect. Um, full 53. Let's see here. Mm-mm. Perfect. Uh, let's see what else happened. The Dallas Cowboys. Paid two point four million dollars in a settlements to some ex cheerleaders because they had a uh, situation where they had a peeping tom. Uh, they had this allegations that were put up against their former vice president of PR and communications, this guy named Richard Dalrymple. Dalrymple, 
Yeah, so apparently I was reading the story. It was like they had a change, a changing room for like some event, uh, where the like the the cheerleaders were were there. So like, here's the lockers, right? The lockers right here. There's a private changing area over here, um, and there's like a a couple entrances to the locker room. And apparently he went into one of the entrances, and there's like a little hallway that you can't like you know like an inlet. So he was hiding behind that spot. And around the corner is where they were changing and being, you know, like exposing themselves is just uh, as they're getting into their uniforms, their outfits or whatever. And so apparently this guy being a scumbag that he is, is he stuck around there. They had asked, they were like, hey, is anybody in there? And he didn't respond or say anything. And then he took his camera and like crept around like the, the edge of the corner and went over to the area where they exposed themselves. And he was recording them and had some footage, apparently. Or some photos, I don't remember exactly, but yeah. So this happened like what, like five, six years ago, something. So it was, yeah, not not a good look. The guy ended up resigning from his position once a little bit more of this information was like starting to come out. But uh, yeah, the Cowboys ended up paying settlements to to each of the cheerleaders. I want to say there was like maybe eight cheerleaders there, there or something like that. Maybe less. I think it was less. Maybe like four or six. But uh. Regardless, yeah, that's just that's that's shitty. That's shitty behavior, and that uh, and what was what was the horrible part about it was like there was some issues with like the Cowboys like defending defending the personnel during the investigation. I don't think he was necessarily suspended at the time, and there was like issues about like the um how this information was passed along and like the follow up and like or the lack of follow up within the organization to investigate and until like legal matters were kind of brought forward and so yeah there's a lot of bullshit that was going on man so so what the fuck man can we just just let people be in peace man like what the hell so so yeah they uh i would say very much deserve that money that they got because that was not a fucking good work environment to be in man this is fucking crazy um let's see what else going on um mlb baseball still in a lockout right now they're still trying to figure out what's going on uh with the season they've canceled some spring training games right now they've been meeting all week this last week trying to figure figure things out hammer out some details plans for the next season i think uh some of the big changes that they might make are some of the rules like on the field i think that they're gonna rem- uh implement the designated hitter in the national league ballparks as well so there's not going to be any more pitchers that are going to hit um uh that's a rumor that's uh, that's pretty strong right now, given some consideration. A lot of the major details that they go under are are like they're they're negotiating is based off of like salary for the minimum contract players, um, years of um, how they like manipulate the service time for like a lot of the young players so that they can you know have them under contract for an extra year or two. Um, they're trying to like do away with that a bit. Um, there's issues with like the salary cap. Not, it's not a salary cap in baseball. It's like, they call it the luxury uh, tax threshold. So if like you spend over that amount for X amount of years, you pay a certain amount of percentage more in penalties. Um, even though it's like it's not like a strict hard cap, so you still can technically spend a lot of money like on a per season basis. But if you do it, I think it's like one year in a row, you get like twenty percent dock. Two years in a row, it's like thirty percent three out of four years you get like 40 percent. so something like that there's like some 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 math rejiggering and stuff like that so they're arguing over like the exact percentages and all that stuff too um how certain 
the the draft system I know is being uh, looked at. I know the Major League Baseball wants to do like an international draft, but uh, the Players Association still wants them to be considered like free agents, so they get like open bidding instead of having specific draft slots where that they could uh, institute you know minimum maximum salary, so they can like you know control the um, these superstars coming from other countries. They can pay them like a little less than what they would negotiate in an open market necessarily. So that's a little bit of a different situation. I mean, there's a lot of lot of like real minutia shit. So like, I don't really want to bore you. Also, it's baseball, so I don't want to bore you. So like, I mean, like, this was like the NBA talking about this shit. I might get a little bit more deep into this on the show. But like, hey man, hey man, you can read a fucking article if you want to. So just know that like baseball right now is kind of on like the they're kind of battling with the with the MLB, the Players Association. So uh, we'll see what happens. Um, some other stories off the field. Um, Matt Harvey apparently could face MLB banned after admitting that he gave Tyler Skaggs opioids. Um, just recently, last week, a former employee, Eric K., was got convicted for providing them to Tyler Skaggs. Uh, this is the uh, Angels, uh, Los Angeles Angels player who uh, fortunately passed away due to an opioid uh, overdose. I think his, he had some uh, street opioids that were laced with fentanyl and fortunately passed away at the time. And it was very, this was like maybe three years ago uh, that this happened. And it was a very sad story when it happened, man. But uh, uh, I guess like the legal ramifications of like prosecuting people are now starting to like come, come about. And so, uh, yeah, apparently his teammate, Matt Harvey, he did admit that he had uh, provided him with some opioids at some time. So like, uh, I know Harvey, he was pitching last season in the major leagues, but uh, he's been like in and out the last couple of seasons. So I know he wasn't signed by any team prior to the lockout happening. So there's a chance that Major League Baseball could suspend him over that stuff because uh, they're trying to improve upon their policies with in terms of, you know, prescription drugs and all that stuff, too, because uh, it's sad. He lost his life. I know Josh Hamilton had his problems with uh, prescription pills as well, too. So that's... Uh, that's kind of its own, its own like uh, um, new territory, new terrain that uh, these professional franchises are kind of dealing with and whatnot. So, um, yeah, man, sucks, sucks, sucks for them, sucks for them. But uh, let me see what else happened and what's going on. Um, let's see, Dallas Cowboy. Da, da, da. Talk a little UFC, UFC action going on. Yeah, UFC 271 happened last weekend. There was a couple interesting fights that took place. Uh, Israel Adesanya getting the decision victory over Robert Whitaker. I thought it was a pretty uh, well-fought match for both fighters. Whitaker came in and looked like he was a lot more uh, composed and aggressive. And he uh, definitely did his best to try to neutralize Izzy in terms of bringing him and like wrestling with him and bringing him to the ground a few times. So I thought he won a couple rounds, but Izzy ended up taking the belt. Now some people thought Izzy was pretty convincing. I don't know. It just maybe I just got so used and you get so um uh spoiled a bit by seeing someone's peak performance that when they like they give you something that's a little less than that sometimes you're like wondering like oh what happened like something's wrong with them but they still might be terrific especially in fight game or like if you have like a game opponent then even if you win you might like not look the best but like it's the it's the name of the game sometimes you just got to get the win however you can you know a win's a win is a win is a win so i mean you can't be 
too picky about that shit one way or the other. So, uh, so yeah, that's part of it. I mean, um, I don't know. I don't know. But hats off to Izzy. Uh, he's still holding it down at the, uh, what is it, the 185-pound, um, is it middleweight? <laughs> I forget all the names, man. But, yeah, that division, man, he's been – He's been the champ and he's been at it for a minute now. So like, uh, so yeah, man, he uh, he's doing his thing. He's doing his thing, man. So uh, still the champ there, uh, bringing it down to the city, city kickboxing over in New Zealand. I love seeing him on all the podcasts. I love when he tossed to Andrew Schultz though, because that's fucking funny, man. Uh, that's a, that's a funny dude. They got a good show there with him, Alakash, and whole whole crew. Uh, flagrant two. So yeah, the other fight that happened that was pretty crazy. Ty Tuivasa knocking out Derek Lewis in his hometown of Houston, Texas, or adopted hometown, I guess. But uh, damn, bro, did y'all see that fight? That was fucking fireworks, man. You knew somebody was gonna get dropped, man. These dudes throw hands and they do not protect themselves like they need to. <laughs> like, and both of those guys have enough power. You just pop the dude one time, and then like that could be it. Like that's it. Like that's fucking it. Like eyes out, man. And uh, damn, Lewis got KO'd, <sighs> man. But there was a couple moments where where Ty was getting like wobbled, and you're like, oh shit, Lewis needs like two more strikes, and he's gonna put him down. And he was able to you know get his composure. He got him in like some clinch situations, got some dirty boxing in, going involved, and was able to clip him a couple times, and then turn the tide, and then just nailed him one time with the haymaker. <laughs> and he was just like, "Oh fuck!" Like those fights with the heavyweights like that, they could turn on a dime like that. Man, it was pretty crazy. So, um, so yeah, that's uh, that's that's uh, UFC going down. Let's see what happens. I think there's some fights tonight, uh, if I'm not mistaken. I think they're going on right now. Let's check them out. Let's see, UFC schedule. All right, let's see. What do we have here? Oh, yeah, I got Islam Makashev is fighting today. Uh, in a couple minutes, they're going to get the main card going. So, yeah, Islam Makashev and Bobby Green are fighting. And then the next one's UFC 272. This will be good on this one's next weekend. Oh, this was bloodbath. Let's go. Colby Covington and Jorge Masvidal in the main event. Oh, that'll be good. That'll be good. What else we have? Uh, Rafael Dos Anjos versus uh, Rafael, uh, Rafael Fiziev. Uh, Edson Barbosa and Bryce Mitchell. Bryce Mitchell, young dude coming up. Edson Barbosa, killer kicks. Uh, Kevin Holland versus Alex Oliveira, cowboy. Good matchup. And then Sergey Spivak versus Greg Hardy. So some big boys up in there. So yeah, that should be a good one. Two seventy-two. That one's coming up next weekend. Um, look ahead. Who else do we have here? Yeah, then we got a couple other fight nights coming up after that. We have time to talk about those. So yeah, so that's that's your looking forward in your calendar here for the fight cards um let's see uh let's see who's boxing doing who's, who's doing what in boxing um there's some fights that just got announced recently uh let's see let's see josh taylor and jack catterall fighting today Oh, last week there was, like, the bare-knuckle boxing. Dude, apparently Mike Perry, like, had some crazy fight. <laughs> apparently it was pretty wild. Everybody getting all beat up, messing up their hands and shit, bare-knuckle. 
crazy. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. I think we talked about this last episode, but Shakur Stevenson, Shakur Stevenson and Oscar Valdez are going to be fighting in Vegas, April 30th. That'll be a good one. Um, oh, yeah, this one got announced. Uh, Tyson Fury and Dylan White, they're going to be fighting April 23rd in London, England. So that'll be a good one. Day before my birthday, so I'll be watching it. I'll be tuning in to that one. Um, yeah, Fury putting the heavyweight belt on the line. Dylan White, he's a guy who had the... Had the I think he's got the WBO belt. He had the belt for a while, for for a little stretch of time, and then uh, uh, who did he lose it to? God damn it, uh, Dylan White. Povetkin. His name was Povetkin. I remember that. Uh, let's see, where's his box? Here we go. Damn it, using me stupid. Whatever. Alright, who did he fight? Damn it. Stupid. Stupid. Just give me this fucking information. Here we go. Yeah, Alexander Povetkin. He fought him the last couple of times. So, like, he got knocked out by him in uh, 2020. And then he won the last fight that he got. So, he got a he got a victory against him. That Povetkin dude was, like, pretty old, too. But he, he was, like, up against... He was, like, towards the end of his career. I think he retired now. So, yeah. So, he had the belt and then lost it and then got it back. Yeah. <laughs> kind of what happened. Uh... So yeah, he now it's gonna be an all British matchup for the heavyweight championship. So that'll be fun. That'll be cool to see. Um the other guy I'm trying to see in the mix is that that uh that Usyk guy, man. That dude dude's a beast. That dude is a beast. He took that shit from Joshua, uh, deservedly, and now uh we'll see what he can do. See if we can challenge Tyson Fury at some point in the future. Uh um let's see. Canelo Alvarez, he just signed a two fight deal for uh, fights that are going on against Dimitri Bivol and Gennady Golovkin 3. Those are going to be his next two fights. So I think uh, Golovkin has another fight coming up before that. Um, so, yeah, uh, Bivol is... Who was Bivol? What division is he in? Dimitri Bivol. Let's see. Light heavyweight title. Okay, so that's what one eighty-five. Uh, so he's he's moving up in weight. Light heavyweight title says twenty seventeen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Second best active light heavyweight. Let's see. Bah, 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 Chilimba. Yeah, so now he's fighting Canelo. Yeah, light heavyweight. Where's a, where's a boxing light heavyweight? Uh, let's see. 175 pounds. All right, yeah, so he's going to go up a little bit in weight there. Um, I think he was going to maybe fight the cruiserweight champion. Let's see. 
cruiserweight, cruiserweight boxing weight. Let's see. Yeah, it's between 181 and 185. All right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was going to fight this guy, Ilunga Makabu. He was you know, going to maybe get a, go up there and get a belt there, man. Dude, freaking Canelo's just going all over the place, just snatching everything up, man. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. What happened? What happened with the camera? Hold on, hold on. We're coming back. We're coming back. coming back i told you i told you we're back bam all right well hope that wasn't very long <laughs> sorry for the interrupt interruption folks um that was not as anticipated but yeah we're back here we're doing it yeah we didn't uh oh shit oh no hold on hold on hold on hold on ah damn it damn it All right, we'll let's try this again. Uh, fuck. All right. God damn it. Ugh. My bad about that. <laughs> Sorry about that. We had some some technical difficulties there, but we're back here. We're gonna finish up this uh this podcast strong. I apologize. I do apologize. Um Yeah, man. Uh where were we? Where the fuck were we? we were talking boxing. Um uh, yeah. Canelo jumping around everywhere, trying to get belts all over the place. And he's doing the damn thing. Doing the damn thing. Where were we? Where were we? Um, fuck that. That threw off my uh, momentum here. All right, let's talk NBA All Star Weekend because that shit was pretty wild, man. Uh, did you guys see what happened? Did you guys see what happened? I got this new new scoring system and whatnot. I had a whole revamped NBA All Star experience. They've been doing the whole uh, pick 'em tournament, basically. Uh, top two vote getters get to pick who's on their teams instead of doing it basically East versus West. So that's that's kind of cool. Add some new intrigue to it. But um, so that part's been cool. They've been doing the new different ending where it's like they have a set score, and you got to reach that that score instead of having a time, um, fourth quarter or whatnot. So I thought that was pretty interesting. I thought it provided for some some extra entertainment. Uh, the one cool thing though was this is the NBA 75th anniversary of being in existence. So they had the 
NBA's uh, top 75 members of all time team. Uh, they had the 50, uh, the members of all the top 50 team uh, 25 years ago, and they just ran it back again in Cleveland. So, um, so yeah, they had a big ceremony at the halftime show. They had a big announcement, and they, they uh, presented, uh, I'd say, the majority of all the living members of, uh, of that group were still alive. And uh, there were still some who didn't make it for, for one reason or the other. Uh, we had different obligations or what have you, but... Uh, Man, it was great seeing Michael Jordan show up there at the end and being unannounced, being a surprise. Because, like, he was not there the whole day. He wasn't there at the uh, the photo shoot that they did prior uh, or any of the other media obligations that they were doing, the members were doing. But uh, he was in Daytona because he had his race team uh, down there. They were participating in a race. So he took a private flight all the way up to Cleveland and showed up for that halftime show ceremony and then just, like, showed out. <laughs> you could tell he was feeling himself, man. It was it was a drunk MJ up there, fucking toasting up, having a good time, and uh, he was uh, <laughs> it was drunk MJ. You could tell, you could definitely tell, man. He was buzzing, he was buzzing. Um, <laughs> he was out there behind the scenes talking shit to Magic Johnson, just like I'll play you one on one right now. Let's go. <laughs> he was coming up giving him like the drunk uncle hugs for people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or he's running up, just like, "How you doing, folks?" And just like turn around, give like a big embrace, man. He's like came up and grabbed Luca from the side and shit like that, and <laughs> gave him a big embrace and whatnot. So that was uh, that was fun to see. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was uh there was a couple moments that happened on tv that were pretty funny um so they announced the forwards and then it was like the forward centers and guards so like the forwards were already up there and it was paul pierce and kg got announced next uh next to lebron right they're standing next to each other on like the dais or the podium or whatever in the center court and they talked they brought out ray allen as one of the members of the guards right and Ray Allen comes out, and LeBron's standing next to Paul Pierce and KG, and LeBron is geeking over Ray. He's like, oh, what's happening, dog? Like, oh, shit. And coming up like he's his, like, fucking homie. And Ray comes up and gives him dap and whatnot and just daps him up. And you just see Paul Pierce and KG looking at him just like, this motherfucker right here, man. Mm, mm, Benedict Arnold ass motherfucker. Like you could tell, like they were seething. Like this is years later, and they're not letting that shit go between them. Like there was, there's something that happened between them, man. It was had to be a person more personal than we even know or realize, man. Because it was, uh, that was a pretty crazy exit the way he left Boston and went to Miami and helped them win the championship the next season because like that was he was a big big key key uh upon uh um he was a key cog in that uh in that whole machine for that that Miami team when they won the second one so like they really needed him they really needed him that year so uh it was wild shit man <sighs> fucking wild shit yeah a lot of crazy stuff going on all-star weekend LeBron James had the game-winning shot. LeBron was all up in the media, all everywhere, talking about Cleveland this, Cleveland that. I want to play with my son. I want to do this. I want to do that, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I think they were trying hard for him to get MVP, and 
Steph Curry, wouldn't you know it, just goes out and hits like 15 three-point shots, <laughs> sets a record, sets a record for the All-Star game. You're like, God damn, bro. You're like, what the fuck, man? So he's, he took that shit from him and snatched that award. Um, so, yeah, Steph got that shit. The dunk contest kind of sucked. Three-point contest was all right. Um, there was like, who 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 won that? Who won that? Uh, Carl Anthony Towns won that shit. He's like the only the second ever big man to win the three point contest after Kevin Love won it a few years ago. Um but yeah. <laughs> that was it. That was it pretty much. Uh they had the some new skills challenge. I didn't get a chance to watch that or the other rising stars. Uh, I did see Miles Garrett highlights from him playing in the celebrity game, man. That dude looks fucking crazy big. <laughs> you know, that dude is a fucking beast <laughs> out there. Dude's just yoked like crazy, man. He's fucking coming in just tough, just fucking jamming on fools and shit. It was just like, damn, man. You're like, get out the way. Get out the way. Uh, let's see. What else happening? What else going on uh, in the world? A lot of wild shit. Um, war with Russia. Kind of talked about that, bro. This whole like war with Russia is affecting like the 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 sporting world, man. I don't know if you if you guys are familiar, but there's a uh, there's a uh, a lot of stuff in regards to like the, the world of soccer, world football. Uh, there's a lot of Russian and Ukrainian players who play in other leagues, and there's a lot of the players from other countries that play in like the Ukrainian league who can't get out right now. Like there's a lot of uh. Brazilian players who've played on a couple of those teams. Shakhtar Donetsk has like traditionally had a lot of Brazilian guys on that team and this year's no different. And so there's a lot of those guys that are trapped there right now in the Ukraine. And um there's um uh Dinamo Kiev also has some guys that are a lot of international players. They're two of the bigger teams, bigger clubs in Ukraine, and they traditionally play at in the Champions League, you know, from from time to time. They're qualified for that. Uh, the group stages at the very least um so yeah i mean these are like legit clubs and they're just like in hotels right now just bunkered down with their families and trying to stay safe there's no way for them to fly out of the the uh, country because apparently the airports have been demolished i think they bombed the airports there so there's like one strip of land between Ukraine and Poland that apparently has been blockaded or not blockaded but there's just so many people trying to get out of there that they've like you know have lines of cars that are just like you know in the way and so people are running out of gas and so there's a whole lot of issues left and right about trying to get out of that spot right now so it's it's a it's a it's a sticky situation i know russia was supposed to have some world cup qualifying matches that were supposed to take place i know poland was supposed to be their next opponent i think czech republic was a possible next opponent too um there's a third country as well too and i think all three of them have like presented um uh um you know documents or whatever to fifa basically requesting that they do not play any games against russia right now as long as they're in fucking starting a war in ukraine uh some of those games are supposed to be in russia so those got moved i know the uefa champions league the final was supposed to be in kiev that has been moved to now to paris france so there's a lot of different uh you know a little uh you know, things that are happening going on. Hey, what's happening, Greece, Spain? Thank you so much for that sub. I do appreciate you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Love you, love you, love you. Um, yeah, man, we're just <laughs> talking about world politics right now, man. It's fucking crazy. Um, there's ripple effects that are going on to this stuff right now, man. So 
uh, obviously the the most important thing of the people there on the front lines and all this shit that's going on there. Um, but yeah, there's now sanctions that are going on against uh, a lot of the, not just the the national companies, but just the or like the government itself, but the oligarchs as well, especially in the UK, because there's like a lot of uh, Russian billionaires types who have done a lot of business in the UK, and there have been a lot of different you know issues politically that have happened between those countries uh, i know that there's been like uh claims that some journalists and spies have like poisoned people back and forth and what have you and there's been dissidents who have been put away so there's a lot of like craziness that's been happening i know um the owner for chelsea football club one of the biggest clubs in all of europe they are owned by this guy named Roman Obramovich, and Roman Obramovich is is Russian. So he bought the team back in 2003, and so he's had it for almost 20 years now. But the last 10 years of him owning it has been a little bit shaky, um, particularly the last like seven to eight years, because like uh, he had issues with getting his visa renewed. Um, so there was times where he wasn't even able to get into the country. Um, I think for like a year or two, he was working off of his yacht off the coast <laughs> and just doing that. Uh, he eventually got like a visa through Israel because I guess he has like uh, um, uh, Jewish descendants. So he got an Israeli visa and then apparently he was able to enter the country but not work there. And then then there was reports that he got another visa from Portugal because Portugal has a policy where it's like if you're somebody who has fleed the Iberian Peninsula after, you know, due to discrimination um anti-semitic discrimination in the past which has happened a couple of different times in their history um they were able to offer you a free free uh um a citizenship i guess passport so he's apparently he has a portuguese passport too now but uh there was a lot of pressure now that there was uh pe- people were putting pressure on him to sell the team and to put it up uh especially because now he's got these ties and he had a lot of ties to to putin and to to the kremlin and what have you and so Apparently, they had, people have been asking him to denounce Putin and all that stuff, and he he's starting to distance himself, but not an, enough to make people like you know appease the the masses, so to speak. So now people are pressuring him to put the the team up for for sale. Apparently, going to be worth like three billion dollars. So I mean, like the man's going to make a pretty penny. But um, yeah. So now he just today I was reading that he put the team in like a trust, one of his like uh, um whatchamacallit it foundations i guess is now going to be running it on his behalf so i guess he's trying to distance himself from the ownership label a little bit more but uh yeah we'll see we'll see what happens man that's fucking wild shit going on over there so yeah there's ripple effects in terms of what's going on uh, yeah and like that 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 club chelsea to their credit they've been one of the more uh successful clubs in england during that time frame i think they have like three or four premiership titles they've won the champions league a couple times as well too and they've definitely been there um so yeah man like we'll see we'll see what happens we'll see what happens with that but uh yeah this this whole situation is gonna be it's gonna be ongoing for a minute man like fucking russia man dude 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 like it, it, the, it's so crazy because we see it through like our own political lens and our own vortex here in america and it's like everyone's talking shit about like man if, well, if trump would have been so like you know buddy buddy or friendly with him he wouldn't have maybe felt that he can get away with this shit and stuff like that and i'm just like 
I don't even know, man. But I know the one thing is just super weird is the fact that there's like super right wing people who are like defending like they were defending Putin's position prior to him attacking. And it's like, wait a minute, like back in the day, I thought the Republicans were the people who were most afraid of like being cool with Russia and cool with communism and all that shit. Like, well, we'll fucking what's what's changed? What's happening? What's happening now? So it's just, yeah, you you look at some shit and you're just like you sit there and you're going, hmm, like you're telling me this, but why are you telling me this? And it's like, hmm, so interesting, interesting, interesting stuff. But, um, yeah, man. Uh, the, yeah, there's a, like a lot of ripple effects of what happened. Cause it was the situation that happened in Ukraine with Hunter Biden and, and how, uh, uh, Trump was trying to get on the Biden team against them saying that like, why the fuck is your son working for this company? Not even doing shit. And, how is he getting away with this? And so there was that whole controversy that was going on. And then that led to uh, Trump withholding military uh, funding so that they could do an investigation. He's like, hey, y'all should look into this shit. Like, what the fuck's going on? You're fucking helping out my opponent. Like, what's the deal? So he did that shit to, for like a political tie. And then, yeah, so that, like, that put Ukraine in like a compromising position. And and then what was the next the next one? It was like puts Ukraine in a top compromising position. He's always backing Russia. So I mean like Russia kind of felt they were just like, I don't see shit wrong with this going down. So I was like, fuck it, man. Like let's fucking, you know, put the pressure on this people because like nobody really gives a shit. And I think what made Russia kind of like be a little bit more forthcoming was the fact that I think Ukraine was thinking about joining the uh, NATO alliance. So, I mean, I would have put more troops closer to Russia, I guess. So they felt they kind of needed to like put their foot down. I don't know. This is there's a lot of other shit that goes involved in this that I'm just like surface area barely getting involved in this stuff. But like, shit is fucking wild. Shit is crazy. Shit be going wild. So, um, yeah, man. Uh, war sucks man and this and this it sucks too because there's going to be ripple effects of like who the fuck's going to now back up ukraine who's going to be continue to be allies with russia and all this shit and seems like just russia's making this power grab just so they can control kind of like the um i don't know just that territory i know that there was the, the access to the black sea that they annexed crimea over um you know there's been talk about like pipelines and trying to get that to the european market and what have you so oil pipelines um yeah, so I've I've heard that there's people who are like want to support the Ukraine just as a fact of just saying fuck you to oil to the Russia's oil money and stuff. Uh, we should like work with other partners to get oil. I, I don't know either from North America or probably probably from the Middle East at that point. So if you want to work with people from the Middle East, those guys are not necessarily like the most morally upright people either, too. So it's just like I don't know, man. So um. It just sucks when people's lives are now just being like put out there um, and, and lost and devastated. I've read a couple like crazy tales of uh, people who've given up their their lives uh, for the um, Ukrainian military. Uh, people who have like, I know one person I think blew up a bridge that would have given access to like um, um, major part of Ukraine uh, from Russia, and uh, he took his own life as a means to do that so i've read a couple different stories kind of similar similarly so um it's wild man it's wild and 
bombs are raining down on you, man. It's fucking terrifying. I, I cannot, I cannot imagine. I cannot imagine. Um, I would say thoughts and prayers to all the people going through that shit, but like that's not even enough, man. Like that's that don't, that undersells what the fuck's going down. So, um, so yeah, man. I mean, shit should be wild. Should be crazy. Should be crazy out there. Um, man, I don't even know if I want to talk about no other shit, man. Fucking is is wild, wild shit. Um, <laughs> oh boy. I feel like there were some other things that I read that were kind of interesting. Uh, I saw that there was the the first ever uh, Victoria's Secret model on the cover who had Down syndrome. So uh, I think it was, what was her name? Sophia Giraud? Giraud? Sophia? Giraud. Giraud. Shout out to Sophia. Um, <laughs> I mean... I'm gonna give it to her, man. She 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 cute, but like, the thing about it is like she like I think I'm I just fucking I don't know like you don't <laughs> like she's you know she got a pretty cute body. I ain't gonna lie, I ain't gonna lie. But like, uh, do people do these things where they put people in positions because they think they're the most qualified for them, or they just want to do it because they just like want the attention for it, right? And like Victoria's Secret doesn't have like the most and best reputation, you know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Les Wexner uh, kind of had some ties to Jeffrey Epstein. I don't know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. I don't know if they should be having like the moral high ground in many <laughs> arguments in many cases. But uh, man, how do you? How was that pitch though? How was that pitched in the meeting room though? Was it like, all right, we need some diversity? hey, there's this chick, uh, or, like, we need to find somebody who is, like, on the um, uh, uh, spectrum of having, like, uh, different mental illnesses so we can bring, you know, light to these people and give them a a platform. Was it that way? Or was it somebody, like, see her, like, prior and then got kind of, like, like, had some feelings about, like, oh, man, damn, she fucking, oh, my gosh, she got a killer rack. Oh, like, shit, like, goddamn. Uh, Let's, I feel kind of weird about this. Uh, let's let's put it on the cover so I don't look like a fucking weirdo. Was was it that way or was it the other way? <laughs> like was like this fool is just like man, I'm getting down to her. I don't care if she got downs. Like let's go. <laughs> like I don't know how the fuck I was that pitch. I was that pitch. I don't know. I don't know. Am I insensitive? Am I big enough to be canceled yet? I don't know. These are all questions I don't have the answer for. <laughs> so that was just thoughts in my head, man. So but congrats to Sophia. Uh, she's Puerto Rican, so. Latino gang, what up? <laughs> um, what's happening? Um, <laughs> Jesus, I don't know. What the things that happen in my head sometimes? I'm like, fuck, bro, fuck. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, I read De'Aaron Fox's NFTs apparently went up in smoke. I don't know what's going on with that, man. These non fungible tokens are just nowhere to. I don't know. <laughs> they become fungible. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what happened. Uh shit. Shit, man. A lot of shit. A lot of shit. Um avocados have been suspended imports cuz the fucking gangs in Michoacan are going off and holding up production and shit and like they're uh uh yeah. <laughs> they're running that fucking trade down there. It's fucking crazy. Um Let's see here. What else is happening? 
What else is happening? Da -da 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 -da. Jesus Christ. Yeah, there was some border guards who refused to, like, uh, uh, give in to Russia, and they were like, fuck off, basically, and they just got all killed. I'm like, holy shit, and there was, like, a recording of it, and that shit got out there. I'm like, fuck, fucking wild, wild. <laughs> um, let's see. What else is happening? Oh, yeah, the fucking Pope visited the Russian embassy trying to see what's going on, man. It's fucking wild. Everybody getting involved in this shit. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's about it. I think that's about it for now. Yeah. 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 That's enough. That's enough of me. Um for the podcast this is what we're a little over an hour into this shit we're about we're about done here folks um just let me say thank you everybody who's been tuning in thank you everybody who's been following along on all the different platforms they've been uh uh you know following here on twitch uh on our youtube channel on you know spotify soundcloud apple google podcasts you know all that shit everywhere you can get podcasts basically you can find the puro caballero show please give us a listen give us a follow like subscribe a rating you know whatever you can do help us out man i do really really do appreciate it um you can give the show a follow on instagram at the puro caballero show um you can follow myself at puro caballero we have uh um uh, out of breath productions where we put up all our shows all our comedy shows as i mentioned our next show is going to be going down at thai angel bar on march the 8th that is a week from next tuesday march the 8th followed by march the 22nd so that'll be the next couple shows we'll be running um you can see me I'll be dropping in on a show tonight, actually, in Placentia, California, at the Group Therapy Pub. Uh, it's the Extra Crispy Comedy Show. Shout out to Troy Douglas for having me on, for putting that together. Um, I'll be traveling around with uh, another comic friend from NorCal, Jimmy Menezes, who's going to be in town. So uh, I'm going to kick it with Jimmy a little bit after... Uh I'm done with this uh, show here, so so yeah, that'll be fun. I have uh, some couple dates coming up. Oh, I'm going to the Lakers Clipper game next Thursday. That'll be cool. Hopefully LeBron's healthy. I just want to see him play at some point in my lifetime. That'd be fucking dope. Going with my sister and my brother. That'd be cool next Thursday. Uh, day after, I have a show at the Wren Theater uh, at uh, McNamara Irish Import Shop. <laughs> it's a small little theater, little 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 box theater in there, so definitely come by. And, uh, yeah, got a show March 15th on the Sunset Grill uh, in Hollywood. I have another show at the Formosa Cafe at the end of the month on March 25th. And March 27th, I have a show at Secondhand Sundays. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's a weed shop event that is fucking crazy. It's like, uh, yeah, a lot of vendors come out and they sell their product. And I get to do comedy for like 40 minutes to an hour, however the fuck long I want to do it, basically. So, uh, so I go tell some jokes out there, and they hook it up. They got some, they got some good goodie bags. But, uh, but yeah, no, they got some great prices on all the 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 weed products you can ever want, man. Edibles, tinctures, all that shit. I think they even have mushrooms. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, definitely come out secondhand Sundays. I'll be posting all that information out. Um, yeah, and I'll be trying to get more book shows out here, but, uh, but yeah, 
If anything, come out Ty Angel comedy shows on the 8th and the 22nd next month in March. All right. All right. I hope everybody's had a good uh, Black History Month. Um, I hope your Valentine's Day was good. I hope you enjoyed the Super Bowl, the NBA All-Star Weekend. I don't know. What else What else happened in this month? The, fucking, the weather in L.A. has been wild, man. It was fucking, it was, you know, normal L.A. winter weather. And then it got, like, in the 80s. And then it got colder than it was before. And now we're kind of getting back into the warm spot, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Um, I say this all to say that I'm trying to get a bucket on the roof so we could do some more fucking DJ streams up there, all right? Uh, maybe tomorrow? Maybe tomorrow? Maybe tomorrow. Put the pin on that. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. All right? Um, thank you, Grease Bane, for tuning in. Thank you so much there for that uh, that sub. And, yes, uh, the Latino Dr. Phil clip I put up on my Instagram page. Definitely go check that out if you have not already. Um, but, yeah. Um, Bro, I'm trying to get to the 300 followers here on Twitch. Um, I'm trying to get to like, what was it? I'll see if I can get a thousand views on that, that video, but uh, I don't think I'm there yet. I think I got over 500, but yeah. Um, you know, you know, we moving, we moving, we grooving, we grooving, we doing shit. Um, <laughs> always having a frost, man. Yeah, man. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I'm just finishing up uh, the episode. I'll post this up. Uh, at some point, probably tomorrow, put the put the audio video up on YouTube and uh, on SoundCloud and all that shit. So, uh, so yeah, man, uh, you can follow me at Puro Caballero once again. This has been episode 104 of the Puro Caballero Show. You've been fucking amazing. <laughs> Catch you next time. <laughs>